the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Coming along for the Friday edition as we make our way home, or the stay-home edition, depending upon where you are in your, your workaday. Nine degrees for this evening. Holy moly, that's a cold one. Holy Katha, cow. You nestled in there at home? Yeah, I am. I um, It's the dress down you know, edition of the ride home because it's Friday. It's Friday. And um, I actually went out today. I was at a mall. Were you though? The I have been to a mall in a really long time. Was that Ross Park Mall? It was Ross Park. I said, How was it? A, uh, it was fine. Yeah. I mean, it was, everybody was, you know, very helpful. And, mm-hmm. but there were multiple times and we all know this, this is old news, but I just have to say it again. When you're talking to someone who's like trying to uh, work at the at the counter to check out whatever items you're trying to purchase, right. they're talking to you and they're in a mask and you can't, I can't hear what they're saying. No. I said, excuse me about 15 times in the hour yeah. and a half I was there. Excuse yeah. me. I, I was down at Penn Mac this week. Funny you bring this up. And I was at the cheese counter. Oh, I bet. You know how difficult it is to order cheese through a mask and they all have, you know, very particular different names. Yeah. I would do a Gloucester, please. Pardon me. All right, give me a half a pound of the Gloucester, please. Nobody knows what's going on down there. No, of so, course. Of course. And so then the you get home and you think, well, the funny, this isn't the cheese I ordered. Wait, this is bologna. I didn't order any bologna. How'd that happen? I, I mean, ordered Mexican food last week. Yeah. I came out. It was totally different. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was delicious, but it wasn't what I ordered. I mean, how can this be? I mean, for years, look, surgeons in the operating room are operating fine. They're apparently communicating well. Well, it's pretty quiet in an OR if you've ever been in one. It's very, very quiet. It's not like being at the cheese counter at PenMac. Well, usually when I'm in an OR, I'm knocked out. I got nothing to say, (laughs) nothing to contribute to the conversation. All right, as we always do, let's get underway with uh, today's show by looking at the day's news. Kath, please give us the top four at four. For all of you, Friday, February 19th, 2021. Number one, the COVID-19 vaccine that was developed by Pfizer and BioNTech generates robust immunity after one dose. And guess what? It can be stored in ordinary freezers instead of that ultra cold temperature freezer they were talking about. That's according to new research and data released by the companies and reported today in the Wall Street Journal. The findings provide strong arguments in favor of delaying the second dose of the two-shot vaccine, as the UK has done. They could also have substantial implications on vaccine policy and distribution around the world, simplifying the logistics of distributing the vaccine. Now, the finding is a vindication of the approach that was taken by the UK to delay a second dose by up to 12 weeks so that it could use limited supplies to deliver a single dose to more people. And, of course, they could encourage others to follow suit. Almost one third of the UK's adult population has now received at least one vaccine shot. 
Other authorities in parts of Canada and Europe have prioritized the initial shot, hoping they will have enough doses for a booster when needed. Number two. USA Today is reporting that the United States Capitol Police confirmed 35 officers on its force are under investigation, with six officers suspended without pay as part of its probe into the January 6th riot, a move the Capitol Police Union denounced today as, quote, a witch hunt against rank-and-file officers deflecting responsibility from the top. The Capitol Police have faced intense scrutiny as congressional panels probe security failures leading up to and during the January 6th riot. Top law enforcement officials have been invited to testify before two top Senate panels on Tuesday. Number three. With a new management team and a possible change in the franchise's big picture direction for the first time during his 16 years with the Penguins, there have been whispers about Sidney Crosby's future with the organization, according to the Trib. But listen to this. If the longtime team captain has his way, he says he'll retire as a pen. Sidney Crosby has repeatedly said this was his hope, most recently when asked about it during a video conference call with media on Friday. Quote, nothing's changed, Sid said after practice. That's definitely kind of a new subject I have to deal with, and I hear about it a little bit, but I love playing here, and this is where I would love to play for the rest of my career. Can't treat Sid. Go, pens, go, pens. And number four, today Park today marks 53 years since the debut of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. The characters included several that would become staples of the neighborhood, such as Daniel Striped Tiger, King Friday, Lady Elaine Fairchild, and X the Owl. Mr. Rogers would go on to film more than 900 episodes during a 31-year span and was honored with a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Daytime Emmy Awards in 1997. And that is your top four. Four. Very nice. All right. Well, listen, uh, the news that is emanating from the Pens organization, they would hopefully in no way, shape, or form ever trade Sid. Come on. That'd be well, like, I mean, here's the thing. Like, you know, Joe Montana was traded from the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, if they're going to trade Joe Montana, they could trade anybody. I get it. But Franco you know, Harris went to the Seattle Seahawks. You're not going to trade. That, that would, it's like sticking a, a, a knife into the heart of Pittsburgh. You yeah, but I mean, when remember when Franco left Pittsburgh? Yeah, but... That was enormous. Joe Montana, one of the greatest football players of all time, going to play for Kansas City, was a total shock. Tom Brady leaving the Patriots. I don't think Mario would allow that. I just really don't. I I mean, it's not like he's on his like final legs or something. Listen, of course not. But I'm. That's just the way. That's the way professional sports are. If you're looking at a a a person like Joe Montana, you're not going to say it's not going to happen to me. Well, I I hope it doesn't. I sure hope it doesn't too. And thankfully, Sid also hopes it doesn't. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's 11 minutes past the four o'clock hour, Kath. I think it's time for me to tell you. Tell me what? Your weekend has begun. Oh, fabulous. Yes, it is. As they said, 11 minutes past the four o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Truly, I mean, at least in the small corner of the spare room, all is right and well. Very good. What do you say we take a quick break? we got a Sounds big good. show for you for the Friday edition of The Ride Home. We come back. We're going to talk about posting peace. Peace be with you on a Friday afternoon as we're just getting underway. Stay with us. More ahead for the ride home here on Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. That's Word FM. 
101.5 WORD. I'm Keith Stevens. Join Donna Cruz and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. Danny Gokey shares about how things change when we love God and love people. God, he's basically saying, you know, I treat everyone the same with respect, with dignity, and you'll find out not only will their life get better, but your life gets better. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith tomorrow night at 10 on 101.5 Word FM. W-O-R-D. Maybe you've heard about MediShare and you know what it is. It's the affordable alternative to health insurance. But you've wondered, can I really save a significant amount of money on my monthly health care bills? And the answer is an emphatic, yes, you can. You can save a lot of money. Whether it's just for you or for an entire family, MediShare has an option for you. In fact, the typical family saves $500 a month switching to MediShare. And it really is the gold standard when it comes to healthcare sharing. You get free telehealth services. You get a huge network of doctors. You get great customer support. And you get the sense of security that comes from being a part of 400,000 people who share not just each other's medical bills, but purpose, too. MediShare is a community of Christians who pull together and pray for each other, which is very refreshing right now. If you want more info, it's so simple. You can get a price within two minutes. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Where can you find Pittsburgh's most affordable hand-built mattress? Only here at the Original Mattress Factory. At OMF, we've been manufacturing our mattresses and box springs in our own local factories and selling them factory direct for 30 years. We use the highest quality materials because we believe our customers deserve the best. OMF offers a better quality mattress at a better price compared to the mainstream brands. Stop by your local OMF location to see the original mattress factory difference for yourself. When you're shopping for a new mattress, knowledge is power. That's why transparency is at the heart of everything we do at the original mattress factory. All of our mattresses are hand-built and hometown made. And our factories are open to the public, so you can see exactly how we make each product. While the mattress industry often makes shopping confusing on purpose, the original Mattress Factory shows you exactly what we're made of. Visit your local OMF location to see the original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. Why does Trinity Jewelers' Mark Helgerman advertise on Word FM? Every year we've grown. Every year has gotten better. I attribute it directly to the advertising. Word FM can give you something that no other station can give you because as Christian brother and sisters, a relationship is formed through that radio and through the advertising, and that person will drive past 20 other jewelers to come and see us. There's no question Word FM has been huge for Trinity Jewelers. I mean, we wouldn't be anywhere near where we are if it wasn't for Word FM. It has um, created such a business base for us because it's made us larger than just your neighborhood jeweler. It's made us citywide. I feel like in a lot of cases with other advertising venues that it's more just make the sale, make the sale, get them to advertise, whereas I think at Word... There's no question. I feel like Word FM is committed to making the businesses they advertise for a success. Isn't it time you advertised on Word FM? Call 412-937-1500. 
I was blessed to have my dad in my life until I was eight years old. His passing probably should have devastated my future. Once he was gone, life became really hard. Over the years, I heard so many negative messages, you know, like, you can't, you're not good enough, you won't succeed. I didn't understand it, but somehow they were all drowned out by one voice, my father's. In our short time together, he was constantly reaffirming me and reminding me that I was important to him and to God. He pictured a special future for me, helping me look beyond my circumstances and to dream of what I could be. Now I understand why his words had the greatest impact. He was giving me his blessing. The blessing. It's biblical, it's permanent, and it's one of the most powerful things you can do for your child. Find out more about the blessing at focusonthefamily.com slash blessing. You want to go online? Well, when you do, you got to bring your armor, your thick skin, and perhaps an element of peace in your life because it's a cesspool out there. Pastor Doug Bursch, Doug Bursch is with us. Doug Bursch uh, joins us from Seattle. He is uh, the pastor of Evergreen Foursquare Church in Auburn, Washington, the host and producer of the Fairly Spiritual Show radio program and podcast. We'll talk about that, I'm sure, as it goes on. Doug's got a new workout uh, a little later on this year in April, Posting Peace. Pastor, welcome. Very good to see your face. Oh, so glad to be back on the Kathy and other guys show. That's awesome. <laughs> Great. Doug's my favorite guest. I can't believe we don't talk to him more. I think you're breaking up a little bit there, my friend. It really is. Anyway, listen, we're broadcasting on 101.5 Word FM, 96.5 FM, and 7.30 AM WPIT. But if you'd like to watch what's going on, you can go on Facebook Live right now. Log mm-hmm. on to Facebook. Go to the right hand with John and Kathy. You can see Doug Bursch's face for yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, no one as- told me they'd see me. I oh, should have yeah. shaved. All right. You're out there. <laughs> you should have shaved, right? I can see that's priority one for you. Um, <laughs> all right, Doug. So let's talk about living online. Um, you're on Twitter a lot. Uh, we're online a lot. And the three of us have survived, though I don't know how emotionally healthy we are. Yeah, you know, I, I wrote this book, Posting Peace, because I think everyone realizes that something is happening on social media and it might not be good. Uh, everybody seems to be more angry, right. divisive, de- devouring, polarizing. Yeah. And uh, I, I wanted to figure out why. So I did a lot of doctoral research on this, but I wanted to write a book that was practical on why is social media dividing us. And I think one of the things we forget is the technology itself is influencing how we communicate. It's not just that everybody's become bad people, but that the way we use the technology and the mm-hmm. way the technology forms us, it's uh, polarizing us. And we need to be aware of how the technology is polarizing us if we're going to not be so polarized. Okay, that's good. So then drill down into that a little bit, Doug. I mean, how are we being utilized by the technology? Well, one of the things just at a practical level, uh, social media is a it's a disincarnate or a non in the flesh embodied reality. We're we're online, we're separate from each other. And that distance, and particularly when it comes to arguing, when it comes to arguing, we usually do written stuff. We usually write our, our fights out. And when you write something out, you all know that what's the struggle with writing? You can't get tone. You can't sure. get facial cues. Right. All the things that you do in order to actually see if someone's angry at you, if they're trying to have a healthy discussion with you, or if they're trying to attack you, all of those cues that we get in one-on-one communication are lost on the internet. It also mm-hmm. uses only certain parts of our brains. Uh, you know, we, we have right brain, left brain, and that's a little simplistic, but there's a reality that written communication 
we kind of process it through one part of our brain. And often we don't process it through the other parts of our brain that deal with big picture, creative solutions, larger context. So even the way that we argue online is kind of moving us into a direction that leads to polarization. And those are just some of the many issues that we face with social media. All right. Now, so Doug, I follow you on Twitter and I see your interactions and what I take from how you communicate is that you really double down hard on being a kind and open presence. I mean, you make a point of it. So if something comes up and, you know, someone's angry, you come back around again and re, you know, open up the, the, the conversation to make sure people know your intentions. Yeah, well, it's probably because I'm just really insecure and I want everyone to love me. But as radio host, you know what that's like. But, yeah, for sure. uh, you know, for me, one of the big pictures, which might seem obvious to people, but uh, the Bible's pretty clear that all of us are called into the ministry of reconciliation. And that's not just racial reconciliation. That's the big picture reconciliation that my job and everything I do is to bring people closer to God and to bring us closer to each other, uh, to tear down every dividing wall of hostility. There's something with social media where people forget that. My goal of interacting with anyone, whether friend or foe, is for them to be brought closer to God and for us to be in a closer, meaningful relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not for me to be right. It's to be reconciling. And those are different issues because I can be right, yet cause a greater divide between myself and the person I'm arguing with. And definitely we're supposed to contend for truth. But even contending for truth, the purpose is I believe someone is lost. And I love them and I want to bring them into the light. I don't want to just win the argument so they can go away and our team wins. And I deal with this as well. Our political polarizing reality is sometimes we treat our Christian communication like a partisan thing. It's we want Mm -hmm. our side to win, your side to lose. We get enough votes. You don't get enough votes. That's not a Christian perspective. A Christian perspective is I love you. I believe I have something to bring you. So even if we're fighting here, my goal is for you to feel the love of God and for us to also, at some level, at least know that we love each other. At least that's the goal. It doesn't always well, happen. Here, here. I mean, that, that is that, not a Preach perspective it. that is shared by, I don't think, very many people in social <laughs> no. media. Yeah, yeah, it think. sounds revolutionary, Doug. <laughs> yeah, I'm so shocked by it. I might have to take a break. Um, okay, so let me ask you then, let, let's take a, a church-centric uh, example, which is, you know, um, those of us who are on Twitter, we see that there are, you know, certain blow-ups that happen, you know, every few days. There's like a big issue that comes up and that everybody's arguing over. So, you know, off and on for the last couple of years, it's been you know, the role of women in the church or how women are treated um, by uh, people who are in leadership in certain uh, particularly conservative denominations, right? So that flares up, right? And so it could be an article that comes out or someone's testimony or something like that. And all of a sudden, the two sides are like at it, right? So there's one side that's defending complementarianism that women and men have specific gender roles and you can't get out of that. And if you're out of that, then you're, you're extra biblical. And then you have the other side saying, oh my gosh, don't you see how Jesus treated women? Well, anyway, so that's, mm-hmm. so talk about that. That's a, that's an intra-church squabble. How have you seen that handled? Well, first they need uh, shorter names than complementarianism and egalitarianism. <laughs> Those are way too long and hard to tweet. That's confusing. But uh, the thing to me is, Again, what's the goal of my communication? And this is one of the the strengths of social media is we can unite with people who are like us. And that's not a bad thing. We can find, you know, people who've been abused by the church can find other people who've been abused and they can come together in a commonality. But what happens is we're starting to unite with people on one issue. And it's it's called, Mm -hmm. uh, it's networked individualism. It means I have an individualistic need 
And so I network with people who meet my individual needs. That one so, need. That one need. So I believe in complete you know, egalitarianism. So I find other egalitarian people and we unite around that one need. That's not necessarily wrong, but what happens is we don't do the difficult work of dealing with people who don't agree with us. And what we'll do is we'll just maintain our relationships based with the people who meet that one need. And so what you're finding is this <clears throat> segmentation where we're segmenting into these categories. So all the people believe in complementarianism, they grow in their little group and they don't need to interact with those other groups. Now, if it was an actual church where within your church body, people have these different views, your goal isn't just to be right, but to grow a healthy yeah. community. Yeah. So you don't leave the church, at least I hope you don't, the moment right. there's disagreement, mm -hmm. because the church has a bigger concept than just my individual needs. Social media isn't like that. We tend to use it just for my needs. And so we don't learn the difficult mm -hmm. work of walking through a conflict, yeah. of hanging out with diverse groups and different opinions. And, and that part is dangerous because we're really using it kind of as a quid pro quo, or basically, uh, if you give me what I want, I'll hang out with you. The moment you disagree with me, I can find someone else because there's thousands of other people who agree with me. And that keeps us from forming a body. It forms us into segmented groups, but not into the body of Christ. Pastor Doug Persh is with us posting peace, why social media divides us and what we can do about it. So Doug, you know, uh, terms of service or rules of engagement, whether it's, you know, Facebook or Twitter or wherever you're hanging out. I mean, you know, there's some basic rules of decency that are expressed, you know, from a corporate perspective. Uh, you're talking about something, of course, much deeper uh, about our own uh, involvement, our own engagement, and it starts from a biblical perspective. So before you even go online, do you have you in the past while you were first starting this engine up thinking about this consciously and now it's become sort of second nature to you something that's you know intentional in its prospect well it's it's really not second nature for me in that it's a constant struggle uh and the book has every chapter has these posting piece challenges where you can find better ways to communicate online and be very practical with those things uh, but for me, I have to have some intentional principles. And I had this as a radio host. Uh, one of the things I always tried to talk about someone as if they were in the room with me. Yeah. And that changes, whether it was a celebrity. I yeah. know there's a documentary on Britney Spears recently, and it made me yeah. feel good that when I was on the air, I, I talked about her as a real person, as someone mm -hmm. who'd come to my church. And so even if I'm going to do a corrective, I'm talking in a way that I would do if they're in the room. Well, for social media, that's huge. Because we can dehumanize, the nature of it is dehumanizing, we get hurt, and that I have to have that principle whenever I, I go in. I have to have the principle of truth and love, which sounds so cliche, but it's one thing to communicate truth, but truth without love ceases being truth. Mm -hmm. And love without truth ceases being, uh, you know, truth. That love and truth must go hand in hand. And if I don't have those intentions in place, I'm just going to gravitate towards the chaos, the other one I would challenge you, and you mentioned this earlier, Kathy, about the big conflicts that occur online, the big trending topics. Yeah. We need to trend local. And what I mean by that mm. is whenever you see some national thing, try to live something out with integrity in your real relationships. Instead of arguing about racism online, go find a, a black pastor and become a friend with them or find ways to connect in your culture to see how it's lived out on one-on-one face-to-face stuff. And that'll help you with how you interact online. Oh my gosh, that is so good. I can't tell you how, um, you know, this is something that John and I keep coming back to, how drained we get by issues on social media, so much so that when the time comes for us to be able to actually go talk to our neighbor or go do something, I'm, I'm pooped. Like I can't, yeah. I don't have anything left. Leery. 
Yeah. Yeah. You, I don't think you can say that word on the air. No, I, don't. Uh, <laughs> I got a special dispensation before the show begins. Sorry there. No, it is. It's we, we, we use all our energy and we need, there's people been entrusted to our care. There's neighbors we can connect with. And, and again, you know, if someone says to me, well, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? I say, well, why don't you go ask your black pastor friend or why don't you go ask? And then you really see the relational divides. Are people really engaging these principles they're tweeting out in their regular life? And if they're not, then they're just people tweeting. And I don't want to be that. I want to be someone who's living these right. things out in my relationships so that it has an integrity really on my online persona. Right. And that, that's part of the problem, right? Because in this day and age, you know, uh, everyone apparently uh, around us is an expert on race relations or everybody is already an epidemiologist, right? <laughs> I mean, the experts yeah. have ris- risen within the deep bowels of my casual reading and anything that, you know, is from that. You know, wait, that, just, wait that's, that's because you've, quote, <laughs> done your research. Right. right. Well, everyone's become a talk show host. I'll just say this. Like, and I know you guys have a different form of talk show, but most talk shows, I used to say I was a good talk show host because I have an opinion about anything, even if I know nothing about it. (laughs) Now I've done doctoral work on this area, but the reality is we're all our mini talk show Jesuses and we have an opinion about everything and trending topics are setting the agenda. And so if we're not intentional about the reason we exist on this planet, we're going to just get swayed by mm-hmm. whatever the trending aggressions are that are out there. And by the way, I do talk about justice and dealing with injustice. It's not just opting out and being a friendly guy that doesn't offend anyone. Yeah. We need to know why we're offending people, why we're speaking the truth, and what is the purpose of our communication. That's good. Doug Bursch posting piece. Uh, you said that the, it comes out in April sometime. Yeah, it but- comes out on April 20th, but it's more anointed if you pre-order. So if you, if you buy it right now. Good. That's what I want to do. All right. We're that's drumming up I pre-order think. sales for Doug Bursch here on the ride home. Hey, listen, we only have a couple minutes left, Doug, but in our remaining, first of all, I think that I really want to give you a lot of kudos on this book. Um, everything that you're saying, I'm like completely behind a hundred percent. I think it's terrific. Um, but uh, perhaps on a more important note, uh, you've traveled the world with John Hall and I just wondered if you might take a little bit of time and I don't know, just, you know, give us some impressions, some, you know, some hot takes, anything if, about if, John. Was if there is ago. some sort of rule of not to do something like don't pet the animals. <laughs> uh, John's going to push the limits of that rule. He's going to find a way to like, <laughs> maybe I'll go and see if I can pet that cow. Right. So at customs, we have to say, cow. did you touch any animals? And we're like, well, sort of, you know, so <laughs> that's, that that's John. John showed me yeah. how to deal with tainted coffee in Ethiopia. I mean, there's so many amazing things that he showed me how to do. He was the right. one I went to if I need to get around a rule or find a way to exist in a in a situation where I was incredibly uncomfortable. But it was grace-filled, Doug. It was. It was. I love you, John. And I mean that with all my heart. And both of you, what you're doing here, that's a rarity. To be on the air this long, to have the integrity of Christ, a Christ-like attitude, uh, well done. I know how hard it was for me, and I appreciate the fact that you're on the air. And your listeners should send supportive emails, because the negative emails come. I know that. So send support. That's another way to be able to help people. Thank you, Doug. That's very kind. That's very kind of you. Thank you, Doug. Doug Burke, well, I wish we had peace. more time to talk about tainted coffee, but that, uh, you know, <laughs> the the, uh, the radio strictures do apply to us. Anyway, that's no. Doug Burst, co-pastor of Evergreen Foursquare Church, Auburn, Washington, host and producer of the Fairly Spiritual Show, radio program and podcast, the new book coming out in April, Posting Peace, Why Social Media Divides Us and What We Can Do About It. Pre-order now. Yeah, Thank you, find Doug. him on Twitter because he is, is what he says yeah, he is. I mean, it's the real, it's the real thing. It is. Love you. Always guys. a pleasure, Doug. Love you. Thanks an awful lot. 
This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-351-4596. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-351-4596. Our smiles are still behind our masks. We are welcoming patients back and we're happy to do so. At Stock Family Dentistry, exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Although some of the details of their appointment may look different, we can't give the normal hugs or handshakes that they might be used to. The same exceptional dentistry, the same compassionate care that they've really become accustomed to is still there. Stock Family Dentistry on Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. It's the President's Day sale at Mattress Firm. Save up to $500 when you get a king bed for a queen price from brands like Sealy and Sleepies. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 during the President's Day sale at Mattress Firm. At Eden Christian Academy, hope is rising. Hope that is secure in God, that builds faith, and inspires a love that can't be stopped. Eden is where parents find hope in a true educational partner where students see faith woven into every subject and where teachers model the love of Christ to every child from pre-K through 12th grade. Schedule a personal tour at any of their three North Hills campuses and witness the hope, faith, and love that Eden can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM Pittsburgh at WordFM.com, the WordFM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at Radio.com. Tonight will be cloudy and colder with a couple of flurries. Limited outdoor activity is recommended. We'll see a nighttime low of 14. Mostly cloudy skies on tap for tomorrow with flurries. It'll be very cold with a high of 23. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy skies, bitterly cold with a low of 9. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sunshine will reach a high of 36. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. It's time now for This or That. It's our weekly delve into the ridiculousness. Kath has 10 this or that's. I have mm-hmm. 10 this or that's. It's just kind of a peak, a little litmus test, perhaps. Mm-hmm. If you want to delve further, it might be a psychological issue, but really, it, it isn't. It's Probably just, is. Look, 
a psychological issue, actually. All right. I, I like going first, Kat. I like to, okay, I want you to go first. to you first for the 10, okay. this or that, all right? All right, I'm ready. I'm, and, I uh, should stretch. All right. This is fairly light. There's nothing too heavy about this whatsoever. It really, it's as simple as it gets for me. Okay. All right? Here we go. Lying awake at 3 a.m. Lying awake at 4 a.m. <laughs> I would rather lie awake at 3 a.m., John, just because really? it gives me more time to fall back to sleep where I have to get up. See, I'm the opposite. I would go at 4 because I've okay. a little deeper. Okay, okay that's it. Singing with a worship band. Singing with a large choir. Oh, wow. Uh, I think I'd go large choir. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very nice. Eating undercooked chicken. Oh, Eating undercooked burger. Oh gosh, I'd go with the burger. Oh, okay. Undercooked chicken undercooked is so meat, right? gross. That's just so disgusting. All right. Flying nonstop to Key West. <laughs> A road trip to Maine. I'm going Key West. Oh, very nice. Okay, I am. Good. I'm doing it. Nine degrees in February. 99 degrees in August. 99 in a hot minute. <laughs> no really? problem. And I don't have air conditioning. I don't care. All right. Writing long letters. Zoom calls. Listen, I am so bad at writing letters. I'm going to take the Zoom call. I'll tell oh. you how bad I am at writing right. letters. A pomegranate. Oh. A tangerine. Oh, um, pomegranate. Okay. But both delicious. All things woke falling down the basement steps. <laughs> I'll take the basement steps. <laughs> All right. Snow shovel. Yes. Flamethrower. All of a sudden, this is like the closing scenes of, uh, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, uh, I'll take the I'll take the flamethrower. Why not? Very good. That's excellent. I excellent. think about that often. Give me a uh, flame. Yeah. All right. Flying in a spaceship to the moon. Diving to the bottom of the oh. ocean in a submarine. Oh, they freak me out. Both of them freak me out. Ah! I think I have to do space because the ocean is too overwhelming. All right. Flying a spaceship to the moon. Th that is my 10 this or that. Oh, that week. was scary. That last one. Oh, my gosh. All right, John. Mm -hmm. Happy to present to you today mm -hmm. the extreme weather edition of this oh. or that. Okay. Number one, you in an earthquake or a hurricane? Well, that's rough. Remember, you gave me the communism question last week. <laughs> right. uh, I'm taking me in, I mean, for pure terror, I think, you, oh, yeah. I would say me in a hurricane. Okay. Number two, a tree falling on your car or your car struck by lightning. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Holy moly. Uh my I didn't car say either. I didn't lightning. say either. Okay, good. I didn't say either option was good. Yep. Uh, number three, a twister or Ice Age. Oh. Well, I and I mean the films, not the ideas. Yeah. Uh, twister. Okay. 
Number four in the extreme weather edition of This or That, three days without water, John, or three days without electricity. Uh, well, in the words of my sister, Jackie, you can always swallow your own spit. Uh, so I'm going uh, three days without water. <laughs> Number five, George Clooney in The Perfect Storm or yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing uh, George Clooney because, I mean, okay. if there's disaster, at least you look good. Okay. Number six, a polar vortex, John, or a bomb cyclone? Oh, my gosh. Uh, give me the bomb cyclone. Sure. Okay. Number seven, you, John Hall, having to drive a fire truck mm. or you, John Hall, having to drive a snowplow? <clears throat> yeah, give me the fire truck. Boom, really? crank that up and pl- okay. turn on those sirens. Yeah, bring All right. it. No, I like that. Fire Number truck. Number eight, Dr. Zhivago or the Grapes of Wrath? Oh, well, I mean, I love the Grapes of Wrath, but wouldn't, wouldn't, what, the film, of, I could, is this a film? Yep. Oh, uh, I'm going Grapes of Wrath. Number nine, a Bahoy Hoy volcanic eruption or a mudslide? Oh, give me the volcanic eruption. Nice. How beautiful is that? Number 10, John Lithgow playing Winston Churchill in the Fog episode of The Crown or mm. Francis McDormand as Marge Gunderson in Fargo? I'm going Fargo. Francis McDormand. And you know what? She's got a new film that premieres tonight on Hulu. Nomad Land. Yeah. If you got Hulu, check it out. That's this or that. 101.5 WORD. Hi, I'm Don Crow. This week in the Christian Outlook, sponsored by the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, Albert Moeller looked at the practical and theological impact of transgender activism. Every act of trying to change gender, it is an act of rebellion trying to undo creation. Be sure to join us and visit our website at ChristianOutlook.com. The Christian Outlook, Sunday night at 10 on 101.5 WORD. It's that time of the year at the Springhouse in 84. It's Dairy Farm Tour time. That's right. We actually invite classes of school children to our real working dairy farm. The children love feeding the calf, milking the cow, and even seeing where the cows sleep and smelling what they eat. Many children today have never even touched a baby calf, nor have they associated the wonderful cow as the source of the milk that they get from the grocery store. At the Springhouse in 84, we are so committed to teaching children about farming and helping them understand how much the city mouse and the country mouse truly need each other. Call 228-3339 Or have your child's teacher set up a date for your child's classroom farm tour and let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse in 84. And you've all helped build my pillow into the amazing company that it is today. And so now Mike Lindell, he wants to give back. You can get deep discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now. Click on the new radio listener specials. Listen, MyPillow. It's a really good pillow. I love it. I use it every night. I sleep like a baby. You can get deep discounts on MyPillow mattress toppers, robes, so much more. For example, they're bringing back the BOGO offer. Buy one, get one on Giza Dream Sheets right now. Buy one set, another one absolutely free. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, hit the new radio listener specials, Promo code is WORD. Call 800-391-0954. MyPillow.com. 
promo code WORD, 800-391-0954. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Half man, half motorcycle. You never really stop riding in your mind. Never, never, never. Unless you're thinking of something else. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. If the coronavirus has taught us anything, it's how interconnected we all really are. That everyone is essential. And when the storm clouds pass, and they will, the time for rebuilding will begin. We can all help. By supporting the essential life-sustaining businesses, farms, restaurants, and stores that make America great. United we stand. Together we rise. A message from Salem Media Group in this station. Church shopping. It's a weird phrase, isn't it? And of course, mm-hmm. if you're a believer... You understand what that phrase is all about. If you're, you know, outside the Christian bubble or denominational bubble, you go, "What? What does that even mean? Church shopping?" Right. So, Kath, in your life as a believer, have you ever yourself church shopped? I haven't. Never. I actually haven't. No. I'd say you're a rarity. Perhaps. I am a rarity for sure. It's very yeah. unusual. I'm not even saying that my path is the best path, but I've been the the church I'm at now. I have been at since I was 18. Holy smokes! Okay. So that's the way it is. What about you? Uh, one time, okay. one time, many, many years ago, we found ourselves in, in a situation where we were like, okay. And it was an, it was an interesting season to go out and, um, you know, see, as they say, how the other half lives. And we encouraged, we were engaged and encouraged by a, a lot of different, um, churches. And we found a, a church home after about maybe six or eight months and have been there for happily for a long time. And did so, you enjoy that process? No, I mean, I can't say, it wasn't a, a bad process. I mean, I can't say, you know, it was abysmal. I just wanted to be home and I wanted to sure. find some roots. Um, so it's kind of like dating, I guess, right? I mean, it, it takes a while and a comfort level and, and uh, I don't know. Uh, Roger Olson's with us. Roger can go much deeper into this because uh, theologically he's just has a better overview. I mean, for the idea of church shopping, Roger joins us on a regular basis. He's the Foy Valentine Professor of Christian Theology of Ethics at George W. Truett Theological Seminary at Baylor University. Roger, welcome back to the show. Oh, well, uh, I'm glad to be with you. I'm I'm sorry. I, ho- I hope you had the microphone turned off because I couldn't help laughing when you compared it to dating. <laughs> it's a lot like dating, Roger. That just struck me as very funny. <laughs> Not well, wrong, just funny. <laughs> yeah, a lot. A lot of it has to do with first impressions, right? right? Yes. And you yes. and you have to decide how, like, if you think there's any potential here. So I think there's probably yeah. a lot in common. Now, Roger, this is something that you're doing in your own personal life right now. Tell us about that. Yes. Yeah, so um, I'm retiring from teaching theology after Whoa. 40 years. Wow. Good for you, Roger. Congratulations, Roger. Um, well, it's bittersweet, you know. Okay. <laughs> I I don't know if I even know what to do when I when I'm not full time teaching anymore. Uh, but we are moving, and we're moving to a, a metropolitan area that uh, we're somewhat familiar with because we actually bought a condo there for our retirement, and we have family who live there. But it's okay. really a different culture than we've lived in for the last twenty two years. Where mm-hmm. we live now is full 
full of evangelical churches, most of them Baptist, not all of them. There's, there are other kinds, even Methodist here are pretty evangelical. And I've been locked into being a particular kind of Baptist because of where I teach. So our uh, our denomination supports our seminary. Uh, And so there is no church of our denomination that we've been members of, my wife and I, for the last 22 years in the new metropolitan area that we're going Mm. to. None at all. And so church shopping is a necessity. Uh, There isn't really even any church that's like the denomination that we have belonged to here. I mean, broadly, evangelical, yes, but um, this is a particular, uh, can I name it? Yeah. Sure. Okay, okay, so it's a denomination that most people are not familiar with. It's called the Baptist General Convention of Texas, and it has churches in many other states, not just Texas, but it is very Texas-centered, and Texas is a particular culture, and its churches tend to be um, very conservative, very biblicist, very evangelical, mission-oriented, and so forth. This new metropolitan area that we're moving to is not really full of that. I mean, it's a little more secular and, um, what can I say, youth-kind youth, youth kind of oriented in its churches. Mm-hmm. So here's the problem. Sure, sure. Right. We, have, we have visited, I think, 20 churches now in that metropolitan area that we have looked at their websites and decided, okay, these are evangelical churches that we should Mm. be able to fit into comfortably. But here's the problem. All of them worship the same way, and it's contemporary concert-style worship, where the congregation doesn't sing. They just sit or stand and listen to a worship band sing. Mm -hmm. And that's here, too, but... We've avoided those churches here, you know. Sure. We're older people. We like to sing hymns. To us, singing hymns in church is part of church for us. Sure. Yep. And we have not found a church in that new metropolitan area that we're going to retire to where the congregation wow. sings hymns. Roger, that's mm-hmm. got to be uh, concerning to you, isn't it? Oh, it's shocking and upsetting and, and very worrying. Like, where are we going to go to church, you know? Right. Well, maybe God's calling you to start your own church. Hey, that's an idea that I've actually thought of, but the money is the problem where you find the startup money. for You have to have money to do that, you know. So. Right. right, right. Well, maybe in your living room to, just to get things going for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, it, how do you it do is, that? It would accommodate about 10 people. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, so. Well, yeah, I mean, it's curious, Roger. I guess... Uh, John, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was thinking about the things that are important to you. So if you've you've decided that music is important and it might be an impediment for you to worship um, music-wise in that way, what about preaching? Are there certain preaching styles that you will also find as an impediment? Oh, my. So these about 20 churches that we visited, you know, just a a real variety of preaching, uh, but none of it very good. And I'm Mm. not holding it up to a seminary standard. I'm just saying what I look for is that the preacher is prepared and and knows what he or she is going to say and says it fairly well, you know, in a way that you can follow and understand. And we've not really found that to be the case. And so when will the big move take place, Roger, at the end of the school year? (laughs) Yes, at least by then, if not before my last semester, here will be a sabbatical. So we're, I'm free to move 
beginning in July, but we don't really know. We haven't really settled on that yet. We we have a condo there, and we go there often because we have four grandchildren there, right. and we like to go and see them and spend time with them. Uh, and when we're there on a weekend, we always visit a church. Now, during this COVID pandemic, we haven't really been as able to, but we watch churches online, even here sure. in that area. And it's just been appalling to us how different it is from anything we've ever been used to. Mm. I mean, there's been a paradigm shift happening in church life, in worship especially. And all of the churches that we've viewed and been to have been basically the same with a half hour to 45 minutes of band worship, worship band music that the congregation can't sing to because there's no tunes to these songs. I see. They're songs written for performance by Christian bands. Right. And so we certainly can't sing them. And so, Roger, and nobody how else about, is singing them. What about, have you reached out to the head of the denominations looking for a little, you know, sort of push me oh, in yeah. this direction? What's on your platter? You know, who do you know that you yep. can give me a shortcut? Of course, I have. I, I know many of them and I email with them frequently. Um, and they all say pretty much the same thing, like, well, this is it. Get used to it. <laughs> wow, that's really interesting. It's the new wave. They don't necessarily like it, but they know it's, it, it's the trend, and there's no stopping it. There's no going back, apparently. Right. But so. here's the thing. I mean, if you and your wife feel this void, then there have to be others Other people, who are right. in the same vein. Oh, I know there are. In fact, I have to tell you, one time I was traveling, and I was uh, visiting friends in the upper Midwest, and I was staying in a hotel because they didn't have a guest guest room. And uh, in the kind of meeting room on the first floor, there was a church for older people meeting on a Sunday morning. <laughs> and I had to go in and stand in the back, and they were singing my hymns and gospel songs that I know by heart. And I was kind of oh singing them along with them. And uh, I don't know what became of that. But here and there, I've heard of such churches. I know there was one in Dallas for a while. I don't know if it still exists. That one was in Minneapolis. So, yes, they're popping up around the country, but there's none in this metro area mm. we're moving to that I'm aware of. Interesting. Well, Roger, we'll, we'll keep you in mind. We'll pray we'll for you in this prayer, journey. We, we want to thank you for sharing that with us and our yeah, listeners. You're um, it's something I'm sure a lot of people experience. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah. There, there is a generational shift that's undertaken, but there still has to be a place for, I mean, not, not to, you know, old time religion, right? There has to be a place for that still. So it's there's clearly, even a, Rob, you bring there's even a book about this entitled "The Juvenilization of Christianity." Huh. Yeah, that's the age that we live in. It is not. Yes, it, it seems so. Well, thank you. Thank you, Roger. Really, uh, from Baylor University, uh, Roger Olson. Look for him. Uh, he blogs regularly at the Pathios blog. Roger E. Olson at Pathios. <laughs> Your most precious possessions are your family memories. But where are they living? On fading photos in a dusty box? Deteriorating in outdated formats like slides or VHS tapes? Or strewn across digital devices? 
Professional photo organizer Shelley Murray specializes in rescuing these family memories out of boxes and off devices, bringing them all together digitally into a permanent and private forever home so they can be easily accessed, shared, and enjoyed with your family and future generations. Whether it's scanning services, digital organization, photo book creation, or tech training, Shelley has you covered. She's passionate about helping families go from overwhelmed to organized taking control of their photo collections so their memories won't be lost. Shelly will provide impeccable service and leave you with peace of mind knowing that your family's stories are organized safely and preserved for generations to come. Visit ShellyMurray.com today. That's ShellyEYMurrayAY.com or call 412-716-6161. If I'm not commuting anymore, where do I really want to live? While you handle life's questions, Merrill Guided Investing helps you manage your portfolio and invest for your next move with the option to work with an advisor at a low cost and minimum. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash investing goals to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated, both a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC insured or not bank guaranteed and may lose value. To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS. Study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. We're all spending a lot more time at home these days. An adjustable bed can elevate your sleep experience and make everyday activities like reading, watching TV, and working more comfortable. At the Original Mattress Factory, we know not all adjustable beds are created equal. You need one that has the features you need, along with the power and durability to provide comfort for years to come. We offer high-quality adjustable bases at an affordable factory direct price. Visit an Original Mattress Factory location to elevate your sleep experience today. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. When you think about, you know, your favorite dessert item and you think about the combination of flavors like, you know, apple and caramel or, uh, you know, strawberries and cream or lemon and custard or something like that. You know what I mean? You think about these are some classic combinations. Well, today I'm happy to tell you is my very, very favorite of all things, favorite dessert combination ever. It is National Chocolate Mint Day. Now, if I could find a way every single day to have a dessert that was chocolate mint, I really? would be a happy soul. That's that's towards the bottom of my list, to be honest. What? Chocolate mint. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. Oh my gosh! Wait. Wait. What? Give me, give me, like you know, your top dessert, chocolate mint dessert. What would that be? Uh, perhaps Girl Scout cookies. Perhaps the thin, like thin mints. Mint. Yeah. Thin mints. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I love a thin mint. Well, but, so how could it be? Okay, how about peppermint patty? Yeah, but that's not dessert. Yeah, it is. Well, what, you, what, you're having it for lunch? 
Well, no, but I'm like, you know, you go like, say you go to a nice place for dinner and they go, would you like some dessert? You want like to share dessert? Okay, so what if there is a chocolate mint cheesecake? How about no, if there's I, a chocolate mint cake? I would say, give me, what are my other choices? Well, then- so I'm not, I'm not telling you about your other choices. I'm saying it's National Chocolate Mint Day and I would choose the chocolate mint chocolate. over any of the choices. Really? See, no, I would not. What about, what about vanilla ice cream with creme de menthe on top? No, I don't like creme de menthe. Mm. No, that's kind mm. of a weird flavor to me. Okay. No. I think it's, really? uh, how about hot chocolate with mint in it? Or what about a mint chocolate mint frappuccino? No, no. You had coffee in there? No, it's like no. the epitome of all things. No. There are many other things I would uh, lean towards before. But you I, love I a that. peppermint patty. I love it, but not for, you know. I've not... seen you down a sleeve of thin mints like it's your whole job. Yeah, give me that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not going to go like, you know, look, seek that out for dessert. Uh, you know, give me some cookies. Yeah, give me some I'm cookies. I'm seeking but... that out for dessert. I'd like to seek it out. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app. iHeart, tune in, and at radio.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The state slammed by winter storms that left millions without power for days have traded one crisis for another. Broken water pipes brought on by record low temperatures have created a shortage of clean drinking water. Shut down airports and left hospitals scrambling. Many people finally have electricity back after a deadly blast of winter this week overwhelmed the electric grid and left millions shivering in the cold for days. But now 13 million people in Texas have been ordered to boil their water before consuming it. In Michigan, President Biden touring a state-of-the-art coronavirus vaccine plant today as extreme winter weather across broad swaths of the U.S. handed his vaccination campaign its first major setback, delaying shipment of about 6 million doses. Stocks ending mixed. The Dow was up fractionally today. The Nasdaq gained 9 points. The S&P 500 dropped 7. This is SRN News. Attention all taxpayers. In the midst of the social, economic, and financial crisis facing many Americans, there is some great news for struggling taxpayers unable to pay their back taxes or with unfiled tax returns. Special programs with the IRS may expedite the resolution of your tax problem and may even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars, even forgiven entirely. If you are facing liens, levies, audits, wage garnishments, or property seizures, you need this timely relief. Community Tax has resolved over $800 million for tens of thousands of struggling taxpayers and businesses for over a decade. Top rated by the Better Business Bureau and Consumer Affairs with thousands of five-star reviews. Community Tax knows how to resolve your tax problem with the most savings possible. For a free consultation and to see what you qualify for, call 800-555-88. That's 800-555-88. And you've all helped build my pillow into the amazing company that it is today. And so now Mike Lindell, he wants to give back. You can get deep discounts on all my pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now, click on the new radio listener specials. Listen, my pillow, it's a really good pillow. I love it. I use it every night. I sleep like a baby. You can get deep discounts on my pillow mattress toppers 
robes, so much more. For example, they're bringing back the BOGO offer. Buy one, get one on Giza Dream Sheets right now. Buy one set, another one absolutely free. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, hit the new radio listener specials. Promo code is WORD. Call 800 391 0954. Promo code WORD 800 391 0954. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick and loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. And I'll consumer access number 3030. This is Tim. Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you miss the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. Tonight will be cloudy and colder with a couple of flurries. Limited outdoor activity is recommended. We'll see a nighttime low of 14. Mostly cloudy skies on tap for tomorrow with flurries. It'll be very cold with a high of 23. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy skies, bitterly cold with a low of 9. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sunshine will reach a high of 36. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along for the 5 o'clock hour, the Friday edition of The Ride Home. If you missed any uh, any portion of the 4 o'clock hour, you want to go back and check it out. We had uh, several good conversations that uh, I would recommend. Kath, good to see you as well. Um, Thank you. Yeah, the uh, Friday, um, I I think you can say... uh, proudly and uh, with great um, courage that what your weekend has begun oh yes it has fabulous it is uh five minutes past the five o'clock hour you know even when you're staying at home don't you appreciate the weekend right? yes bring it are you kidding me yes yeah yeah okay so in the in the COVID era there have been you know a lot of discussion about people saying i'm just going to become a nomad i'm so st- i'm stuck mm-hmm. at home yeah, yeah i just yeah. i need to get out in the open road so I saw this piece, this article in the Wall Street Journal about a couple, a married couple who were living in Manhattan. Now, these were, you know, upperly mobile people. They were I, spending, we were talking about rents the other day, you know, rents in Pittsburgh. This is a couple that was living in Hell's Kitchen, which is a kind of midtown. I lived in Hell's Kitchen for a while. I lived at uh, 448 West 49th Street between 9th and 10th. And that, you know, it's prime time, Hell's Kitchen. But this couple living in Hell's Kitchen, here's what they're paying a, a month for rent. $5,800. What? <laughs> I mean, and believe me, that area, it's a nothing area. It's really, I mean. Oh, my gosh. It was, it's, it's, 
Oh, that's when I lived sick. there, it was like, you know, crack city USA. Anyway, they, they were spending oh, 5,800 bucks a month for rent. Now they went out uh, early on in the pandemic and they uh, went it's searching for a big RV. And so, um, not to keep in New York, they're leaving New York. They left New York. Okay. Right? So, okay. And the RV that they are renting is something called a Tiffin Phaeton, which retails for $412,000. So, what? uh, they're renting this thing for several thousand dollars a month. So even factoring in insurance, fuel site fees, um, their expenses are pretty much cut in half for what they were paying fifty eight hundred bucks a month in in Manhattan. Now, this motorhome that they rented is four hundred and fifty square feet. I mean, for a motorhome, and okay. I mean they're so operably mobile. They've attached. They've got a jeep, you know, like just a regular jeep on the back of the motorhome. So as they drive around the country, they've got this access to just you know cruise around a little bit. Okay, so these are they're dinks, right? Yeah, they are. Double, Double income, income, no kids. No kids. Manhattanites. They're both working in tech. Okay. So, you know, obviously they're making very good money. So And they, they can and they can work from wherever they can get an internet connection? Exactly. Right. Okay. So, they go out on the road and they start, you know, heading down south and traveling around Florida, Alabama, whatnot. But the road was a challenge because, you know, you just you just can't, you know, park that thing anywhere. And so their idea right. of, their dream of, well, we're just going to go to the beach and we'll hang out there. Well, because of the size of the thing and restrictions on how long you can stay in certain places, it doesn't work that way. So what they found is they're essentially renting places in big RV parking lots along oh. with a lot of other people who also had the same idea and same dream because – they need to work, as we said, and internet was always a problem. So they've kind of had to make compromises into that, you know, nomadic dream of what it lo would look like. However, they do say, this has been a good bridge. We're going to leave Manhattan behind in our mid to late thirties. We'd like to go and find ourselves somewhere in suburbia, start a family. So when this is all said and done, this gave us, you know, the bridge into a, what they would call a more normal life. But the idea of going out on the open road and traveling like that, wouldn't that be a blast? I think it would be. I, I Well, I feel like theoretically it would be fun, but I don't think that I could ever take the plunge of like giving up my house to do it. I mean, if I could keep my house until I figured out if I liked it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but, you know, it's like, it's like if it's, if you're getting something that's that expensive, it's like an all or nothing venture. What about this? We have friends who they went out and um, they didn't get one of these gigantic RVs. They got something like half that size Okay, that would sleep too comfortably. Right. So I, if no, there's no way I would do that, I would do that. So okay, if you wanted to park, you know, no for a little bit, you know, just, I mean, I could do that for a trip. But you not know, to gonna, live. But not to live. Are you kidding right, me? Can right. you imagine Eric and I in that thing? Forget. I mean, and you've got a good marriage. You got to make sure that your marriage is like really, right? Because that's a lot of together. I time. mean, he'd he'd have to bring his guitars. I'd have to bring. I do not pack light. 
no, I you know, that's the hardship that I always have to go through when I go on a long distance trip is I have to like take every normal impulse and squash it because yeah. I just want to bring everything. No, but there's something that is very appealing about that nomadic life. There's really- something very appealing about being able to go wherever you want and still do your job. You know, not have to give up your income to go do whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, some people quit their jobs and go do whatever they want, except they're very well, poor. That? Yeah. Right. right. So these people have have like the dream scenario where you can keep, you know, your salary going while at the same time you can go out and kind of, you know, shoot the breeze. Yeah. Nobody's well, offering us that opportunity, John. <laughs> no, no, no I, I couldn't make my, you know, my life out of my minivan work too well. I, I can't think. imagine that. Right. Yeah. Plus, can and, you imagine like what your life with your pets would turn into when you were oh, you in that close space? Well, you'd have, well, what? So you're going to leave your, your, you're going to leave Gus behind. Well, I, I'm not saying that I would do this. I mean, yeah, oh, okay. I look at, when I have this plan, I look at Gussie and Gussie's 15. I go, you sweet little baby, you know? Yeah. I mean, I couldn't, you couldn't bring your dog. I, I guess people do. Of or course, they, I'm sure they do. I bring, so Eric and I and the two cats. And No, that's no, not good. Because then you can't, what, no, you go out to dinner somewhere or you go to the beach or you just go for, and you're worrying about the cats back in the van. Or right, you're doing. exactly. I See, I don't. You I think don't. more than 50% of Americans have pets? I don't know. That's a good question. I would say, I would say at least 50% of Americans have pets. So you think that the majority of Americans have a pet? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have to be no, something we'll look up. Look in our circle. I mean, look at, look in our small group. I mean, people, the people, Everybody in our small group's got a pet. Yep, it's true. Right, Mike. Mike is talking about a pet. N- Mike's yet. trying to make a make a a like life altering financial decision on a pet. What do Whereas you mean? I went on Craigslist and got I went to, I went to get two animals and I got four animals for free. <laughs> oh right, yeah, well, that's you know because like you said, you don't pack light. I mean, you right? Know, yeah, sorry. Your lesson. Your your husband learned a good lesson. Do not allow you to go out and get a cat. Could you come back with a they litter? Came of back cats. with four. Oh, well. that's incredible. Sorry, yeah. I was just trying to be helpful. Let's take a break. Come back. Uh, Melissa Kruger is with us. Okay, we've been talking about Ravi, uh, yeah. the, the whole scandal with Ravi, and Melissa is a regular guest on our show. She's going to come back and talk to us. Women are not the problem. That discussion in a few minutes here. The ride home with John and Kathy, Pittsburgh's Christian Talk Word FM. It's that time of the year at the Springhouse in 84. It's Dairy Farm Tour time. That's right. We actually invite classes of school children to our real working dairy farm. The children love feeding the calf, milking the cow, and even seeing where the cows sleep and smelling what they eat. Many children today have never even touched a baby calf, nor have they associated the wonderful cow as the source of the milk that they get from the grocery store. At the Springhouse in 84, we are so committed to teaching children about farming and helping them understand how much the city mouse and the country mouse truly need each other. Call 228-3339 or have your child's teacher set up a date for your child's classroom farm tour and let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse in 84. 101.5 WORD. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New New music. Help is on the way. New from Toby Mack. 
believe for it from C.C. Winan. And survival from need to breathe. Jesus, come quickly, I need you for my survival. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Hi, this is Tanya Edinger with Events and Weddings of Pittsburgh. I am the Pittsburgh wedding planner and your luxury event concierge. Are you stressing out about planning your next event or wedding currently? Well, you deserve a planned luxury experience. And I believe in supporting my audience. Sign up for my exclusive newsletter where you'll receive contests, giveaways, promotions, also including my secret top shelf event that's exclusive to newsletter members only. Get your luxury event experience, relax, and leave the stress behind. How do you reach me? Tanya at WeddingsofPittsburgh.com, 724-968-7135. And my website is WeddingsofPittsburgh.com, 724-968-7135 at WeddingsofPittsburgh.com. Let's make magic. Why a classical Christian education? Because kids learn differently at different ages. Through grammar, we grasp the building blocks of knowledge. Logic teaches how those building blocks relate. Then rhetoric helps us communicate what we know. For over 50 years, Trinity Christian School has intentionally applied this classical approach to education with great success. It's just one reason why they're consistently ranked among the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County. Trinity Christian School at trinitychristian.net. talking about Ravi Zacharias more than several times over this past week. What's surprising, I guess, is that, you know, we know the story. We followed along. And, of course, if you're not following along with Christian news, whatever that might be, then you perhaps miss the story. And you go, what? What, what happened to, with Ravi Zacharias? And it's just a, a horrendous story in every way, shape, or form. Uh, Melissa Kruger is with us. Melissa joins us on a regular basis. She is director of women's content for the Gospel Coalition. She wrote a really wonderful, powerful piece called Women Are Not the Problem. Melissa, welcome back. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, Melissa, I wish we could talk about something different than this, but um, this is an important yeah. subject. We we devoted a lot of time on our show yesterday to talk about it. Um, for our listeners who are not up to date, um, I can tell you that you should really look online to see the whole story of the uh, of the 14-page report that was released by Ravi Zacharias International Ministries about the multitudinous examples of Ravi Zacharias abusing women sexually. Um, it yeah. I, I, I don't have enough time to give you all the details of it, nor do I want discuss it again um, in in detail and graphic detail on the program but let me say that it is um, it is an absolute tale of evil and wickedness that was perpetrated against women um, and it's an incredibly sad story for Christendom at large but Melissa you've written a piece that kind of um, talks in particular about how women could suffer from men who are trying to uh, perhaps avoid a situation like this. So let's say off the bat that if there's a pastor, a church leader, any regular guy who's listening to this program, who's trying to avoid doing what Ravi Zacharias did, then kudos to him. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, we all want to avoid because women can, can do wrong things. We can be sexually immoral too. I mean, so it's a it's an equal game on that on that front. Like we want to all be fighting, and the scriptures say clearly, flee sexual immorality. 
Um, but I, you know, I, I always get concerned in these discussions because, um, when we talk about these things, often, um, a lot of men who are in leadership in the church, um, their first instinct can be, oh, I need to separate myself from women. So right. then this will never happen to me. And so that's yeah. their so, first instinct. So yeah. the Billy Graham rule, right, is to separate, right? Or to separate or never to be alone with a woman in the, you know, the same room. But of course, that does a disservice because then you, you limit women's opportunities to engage in leadership or just to be part of you know, regular church duties and leadership positions. That's right. And I would say, and this is true of Ravi as well, I mean, Billy Graham was a traveling evangelist. His, his ministry was very different than the regular shepherd of a congregation. And, you know, it's really, it matters. I mean, right now we're in these COVID days. You know, if a pastor could go sit at a hospital, we know it's going to be one-on-one with someone who's maybe getting ready to go into surgery. And we want a pastor to be able to go and minister to his church in really particular ways. And sometimes that means, you know, going to the hospital room and sitting and praying with someone and you're one-on-one with them. And I think that's completely appropriate um, in, in you know, in the world to do with people um, today. And sometimes I think we take a good rule. I think that rule was good for Billy Graham and the situation he was in. And we can make it a standard that might not be applicable in in the situation we're in. So I think we all have Mm -hmm. to really use wisdom and prayer, you know, to really seek what's the right situation for my church situation? Is it going to be harmful to someone if I put up this wall is it actually harming people more than it's helping people? Um, and I think that's just what we all have to ask on a regular basis rather than making rules for everyone. Um, we have to really discern what is best for um, what God has called me to do in my particular context. Right. Okay. Melissa, you write in your article on the Gospel Coalition that you uh, knew a pastor who once told you what happens when he becomes attracted to a woman who's not his wife. Uh, This is his plan. Quote, when I'm attracted to a woman, I treat her terribly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now what does that mean? Yeah. um, I, I honestly feel so badly because in the moment I was so shocked by the the statement that I didn't really reply as I would have liked to, like with, with a challenge or a, you know, hey, I don't think that's a good policy. Um, and so he he actually did. His policy was that he would just treat them very rudely and distantly. And there was a person in the ministry, this was years ago, um, that he was he was attracted to and she was afraid of him. Um, because of his actions toward her. And she, so she internalized it as he doesn't like me. He thinks I'm terrible. And it had nothing to do with her. Um, right. And so it's I mean, that's, really unfortunate. So it's so simplistic. I mean, it's really simplistic in its stupidity, right? So there's someone that you're working with or is part of the, min- the church ministry, you find them attractive. So you choose to denigrate them so that, that way you don't have to deal with them and they're repelled from you. I was just crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting because in the scriptures, when it says, hey, if you lust after someone, poke your own eye out, right? So it's, it, it goes to you, 
like you harm yourself, but it right. never says it's okay to harm other people. You know, I mean, it it makes it clear like maybe then you need to spend an extra hour w- with the Lord. And that's one thing I try to stress. I actually think these barriers we create all barriers, we can find ways around. I mean, if you try to put a barrier on a teenager's phone, you know, you're going to find a way around it. Sure. So that's that's how we are as people. So while barriers might be good in theory, what really needs changing is our hearts. And the only mm-hmm. place that that happens is with Jesus and time with him. And I think sometimes that's what's missed. Maybe I need to, rather than spend 30 minutes in prayer with the Lord. I maybe need to spend an hour in prayer with the Lord and really sit before him and look at the word and spend time with him and let him change me rather than building all of these guardrails that I, if my heart's wrong, I mean, I'm going to get around the guardrails. And Robbie supposedly had these guardrails that he found ways to get around. Um, and so that's the thing. The heart will get around what, and, and do the misdeeds it wants to do, even if you have outward guidelines. Melissa Kruger is with us, Director of Women's Content for the Gospel Coalition. We're talking about a piece she wrote for the Gospel Coalition called Women Are Not the Problem. So these things that we're talking about, Melissa, are just, you know, the, it's like the same continuum that would cause um, women in other societies to have to be covered, right? They would have to have their head Mm. covered or their face covered or their, you know, Mm. entire body covered except for their eyes. And Mm. the reason I say it's just a continuum is it's just, it's a different thing saying, okay, so men can't control themselves. So therefore Mm. women have to go to all these extra steps to deal with the fact that men can't control themselves. Right. Instead of just, you know, the men figuring out how to control themselves. That women aren't the enemy. Yeah. Exactly. In fact, they're your mothers, your sisters, or your daughters in the church. And, you know, I think we would all say, um, if, yeah, it's interesting. I, I went to church with my brother for years as adults, you know, and if we were seen talking together in a corner, no one thought, wow, that's odd. Why is that couple over there talking? Aren't they married to other people? They're like, oh, they're brother and sister. Yeah. And so, when, when you think about it that way, that's how we should think of everyone in the church context. Like, oh, they're brother and sister. Oh, you know, why would you ever think anything was happening? And we, we know sin is powerful. We know we need to fight temptation. And so if we do feel particular attractions, we may need to draw away from a relationship. I, I We all need to acknowledge that. Like sin is crafty and we have to acknowledge that. But the general response when we look around our congregation should be, this is my family. Um, I would never dishonor someone by thinking such a thing about them, much less doing anything. And so I think that's where we really do have to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. And that that whole notion seems lost. And what's sad to me is that in some ways, corporate America seems to do better than the church on this. Hmm. Um, you know, men and women work in corporate America. And while, of course, I'm sure things happen in corporate America, a lot of them just work together on a regular basis and they can email each other and they can have conversation over coffee about their work. And that feels really normal. But for some reason in the church, it's almost been more sexualized than in the workplace, the secular workplace. And so I find that concerning. Um, we concerning. should be more above reproach than right. the world. <laughs> so so when you say, you know, my brother or sister in Christ, if that's the case, then really mean it and act right. accordingly. 
Yeah. Listen, if I went, if I, I don't know, Melissa, just hearing you talk, I feel very, very fortunate that I'm in a church community that is not like that. I mean, if I had to be Mm -hmm. concerned about every man, I can imagine John, if I had to be concerned about every man I talked to, like without, I mean, listen, Melissa, I work in a department at the station. I'm the only woman. Yeah. You know, so if I, if I couldn't talk to any men, I couldn't have a job. That's right. I mean, I work with seven guys. I'm on the senior leadership team at TGC with seven, seven guys. And you, we laugh. I was like, if I couldn't email or call them without copying someone else, good grief, it would be exhausting. Everybody would be getting all these emails, but we're just, you know, we just work together. We're brothers and sisters and I count them as good friends. Um, and and really great co- colleagues. And I think what what I am concerned about is that in trying to correct a wrong thing, we might miss out on a really good thing. Um, yeah, and so sure. that's what I want to yeah. say is men and women together serving the Lord and the kingdom is a beautiful thing. So don't lose the good thing because some people do bad things. Yeah. And it really, quite honestly, to have this conversation in 2021 I mean, it feels as though we're back in 1958 or something that we're still having this Mm -hmm. conversation that people just can't control what's going on. Or, you know, the assumption that the church somehow is, you know, the hotbed of sexuality. Right, right. I know. What what in the world? I know. I know. I I think it's rather than change culture, we've adopted it and become, unfortunately, I think, too much like it. And so, um yeah. So guys, just right you know, be accountable to each other and don't be an mm-hmm. idiot. <laughs> All right. All right. That's Melissa Kruger, director of women's content for the Gospel Coalition. Melissa, thanks for being back. Yeah, Melissa. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Melissa Kruger. Yeah, you can find her at Gospel Coalition. We love it. Um take a quick break, come back. Is this our oh oh the woman? This is about the story about the woman who's ninety years old who's walking three miles through snow to get her vaccine. Okay. Christ Church at Grove Farm invites you to join us on Wednesday evenings this Lenten season. We have gathered a powerful lineup of some of Pittsburgh's most prominent pastors to lead us through an evening of praise, prayer, and a focus on the Psalms as we seek God in the weeks leading to Easter. We kick off our Men of Steel series on Ash Wednesday with John Guest, and following that you will hear from Jay Passivant, Bishop Joseph Garlington, Rock Dilliman, John Nuzo, and Ed Glover. For more information on our in-person or online worship, head to our website, ccg. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into your retirement blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to your retirement blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. We are, of course, living through times of deep division and turmoil, which makes you think about your college student or soon-to-be college student. What do they anticipate walking into on campus? At Grove City College, the historical tradition is forming young minds as agents of peace in a Christ-like tradition. It's central to the core of who Grove City is as they take your sons and daughters and mold them into young, believing Christians. What does that look like? How does that work? 
in a young person's life? Look, it's not an easy task. Uh, look at all the pressures that there are in the culture around us. Look at the difficulties we have in our own lives and all the distractions of technology and concern for the future. And so when you think about people who are at the formative age, you know, between 18 and 22, making decisions, not just about what to study and to pursue career-wise, but who they are, you want to look for a place that's going to form character, that's going to not just be concerned about the ABCs, though those are very important, um, but how it is that a person grows and develops and matures as an individual that's able to take on and live through an era like this of both division and disease. To take a deep dive in what it is to be a citizen of Christ in these difficult times, look online at Grove City College. That's gcc.edu, Grove City College. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com, in the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Tonight will be cloudy and colder with a couple of flurries. Limited outdoor activity is recommended. We'll see a nighttime low of 14. Mostly cloudy skies on tap for tomorrow with flurries. It'll be very cold with a high of 23. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy skies, bitterly cold with a low of 9. Sunday, intervals of clouds and sunshine will reach a high of 36. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. just determined to take care of business. It's a story about a woman, 90-year-old Fran Goldman, who lives in Seattle. And uh, for 90, she said, hey, I'm in pretty good shape. I had a hip replacement a few years ago, so as part of my regimen to stay in shape, I walk three miles a day. Three miles at 90. That's pretty yeah. darn good. Sure is. So um, she said the hard part of getting a vaccine was uh, getting on, you know, getting in line. So she, had, she was online. She was making phone calls. Finally, one day, boom, she got a message online. She said, oh, no, I can't believe it. She said she had to run and get her glasses because she couldn't believe after many, many weeks of trying to get this vaccine, she was she had an appointment. So the appointment was going to be Sunday, February 14th. So on Saturday, she thought, well, I'm going to take a walk. I'll do my three-mile walk, and I believe it's about that distance to the hospital. So she took a, like, a preparatory walk. Okay walked to the hospital and back. There were a few inches of snow on the ground on that Saturday. On Sunday, the day of the appointment, the actual day, she woke up, there was a foot of snow on the ground. Oh my gosh. It did not deter her. She got dressed up in her layers of fleece. She had her walking stick like she always does. And she took off through a foot of snow. This 90 year old woman determined shows up at the hospital. She gets the shot and then walks back. So she walked really essentially 12 miles over a two-day period to get the vaccine at 90 years of age. Isn't that cool? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is a crazy story. Okay, so that kind of pairs well with this other story that I saw in the Wall Street Journal about um, these younger people who are, you know, mid-20s who are signing up to be volunteers to help older people get an appointment. 
So, you know, the whole online thing that that woman experienced that you're talking about, which is, you know, she, you know, you're in line forever on, you know, and you think that you're getting close to a vaccine appointment and then all the vaccine appointments are filled and then you, then you don't need, you have to refresh, you have to go back. And anyway, for people who aren't used to how stupid things can be online, it can be overwhelming (laughs) and frustrating and you just want to give up. So the Wall Street Journal talked about um, a bunch of people who say they feel a sense of connection and purpose gone missing in the pandemic, okay? These are young people who are signing up to be the, the, the tech link between the person that needs the vaccine and the places that are giving the vaccine. They That's also good. said the thank you gestures aren't bad either, especially when a dish of warm chicken meatballs arrives at the front door, okay? Very so nice. the, the story basically tells the story of a bunch of young people who have made it their business, either through a church, through a synagogue, through word of mouth or whatever, just saying, hey, if you are older and you're not able to navigate this online world, I'll navigate it for you and I'll it. get you an appointment. I mean, That's it's very, really very terrific. Good. Very good. Yeah. Bring on that vaccine, right? I mean, I'm ready. Uh, Get me in line. Uh, Get me that herd immunity. Let's get back and uh, start a new life uh, again. Reset life in the United States. Listen, let me tell you about this one guy before we take a break. 17-year-old Aaron Jaff, he said he saw his grandparents struggle to get appointments. He helped them. And then he realized that teens could really make a difference in obtaining appointments for older people. He said, the secret is you really have to be quick on the draw. Since then, Aaron has secured appointments for 16 older adults. Nice. And has now recruited a whole group of other teens to join him. His school has also helped publicize the free services. And one grateful woman sent Aaron not just chicken meatballs, but a teddy bear. Saying okay. thank you for helping me get one of these silly appointments that takes so stinking long. Okay, to find. so maybe it's somewhere in your neighborhood or church community, there's a young techie yeah. willing to help you navigate the morass of the vaccine craziness. Just trying to get an appointment, get a shot. Yep. All right, take a break. Come back. The week in review. What was everybody talking about? A conversation that made you think. What did you eat? What uh, did you watch? That's ahead. The Ride Home with John and Kathy. It's First Christian Talk. We are Word FM. 101.5 WORD. She was giving me the ultrasound, and she turned on the sound, and my baby had a heartbeat. I have a baby inside of me. You've heard that seeing is believing. That's certainly true when it comes to pregnancies. It's been shown that abortion-minded women who see their babies on an ultrasound are likely to have that baby. Today, you can provide a free ultrasound for a pregnant woman for just $28, the cost to save the life of a baby. So whether you want to save one or five or hundreds of babies, Word FM and Preborn are here to help. Call today, 833-850-BABY or go to wordfm.com. Some home repairs simply can't wait for spring, especially a leaky roof or drafty old windows. You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, windows, gutters and downspouts, siding, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Don't put it off. Right now, Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Get new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, or composite. To show their appreciation to word listeners, you'll also get 10% off your total project when you mention this station. 
Get 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and 10% off. Backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. And you've all helped build my pillow into the amazing company that it is today. And so now Mike Lindell, he wants to give back. You can get deep discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now. Click on the new radio listener specials. Listen. My pillow, it's a really good pillow. I love it. I use it every night. I sleep like a baby. You can get deep discounts on my pillow mattress toppers, robes, so much more. For example, they're bringing back the BOGO offer. Buy one, get one on Giza Dream Sheets right now. Buy one set, another one absolutely free. Remember, all my pillow products come with a 60 day money back guarantee. Go to mypillow.com, hit the new radio listener specials. Promo code is WORD. Call 800 391 0954. Mypillow.com. Promo code WORD, 800-391-0954. If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, download the OnePlace.com app, the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen even offline or in airplane mode with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's OnePlace. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Well, I want to say in a local story, I think everybody's talking about will Ben Roethlisberger be back next year? Oh. What do you think everybody's talking about, John? Oh, I thought you were going to go into that a little further. No, that's it. <laughs> I was waiting for a deeper dive there. No, that's it. Shallow dive. Okay, two things I would say. Um, Texas weather. Yep. And rush. Got it. What was a conversation that made you think? The one I picked out. Now, John and I have had this weird thing going where we picked the same one. And I, I stayed away from the one out. I thought you were going to talk about. Okay, all right. So I picked yesterday at 535. Uh, Samuel D. Did you pick the same one? Samuel D. James. He did a story on the passing of Rush Limbaugh. It wasn't particularly about Rush's passing. It was about how obnoxious, truly, sickeningly obnoxious people are online when someone they don't like passes away. Just how we've lost our our moorings. We have no sense of manners. We have absolutely no kindness or compassion. That somehow we feel like if someone dies. And it's someone that we didn't like. We have to express our outrage as some kind of sign of our own righteousness. I mean, it's just, it's appalling. Yeah. Anyway, it was a really good interview, I think. I, uh, I thought you were going to talk about Oz Guinness. That, yeah, it was another good one. Um, so I didn't talk about Oz Guinness. <laughs> uh, uh, Ann Kennedy was with us uh, yesterday. And Ann uh, joins us on a regular basis. She is a really unique person. I mean, she is so droll. Her humor is yeah. so dry. But she's also so heartfelt. And what I love about Anne is that, you know, she spent uh, her childhood living in Africa with her parents in an international ministry and living in a totally different way than I grew up. It's just, and she told a story about her parents and uh, befriended a man in Africa. And um, he was kind of there at first, he was just like a sort of a handyman Mm -hmm. Then he became their right hand man. And, knew the ministry and the work that had to be done. And here 
in his late 30s, he passed away this past week unexpectedly, not from COVID, but from some undiagnosed illness. And what that did to Anne and to her parents. And you just think about, you know, the idea of friendship that, you know, friendship mm-hmm. is one of those things that, you know, it supersedes age and location, economic status. If you're open, and especially as our last guest said, Melissa Kruger, when you look at people as, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ, it brings up this eclectic mix, yep. mix of people together. And that's what I've been thinking about with Anne and her family in that story. Yeah. What did you eat? Well, it's not something that I ate. It's something that I drank. And, you know, I've been drinking it for a while and haven't brought it up on the show. And I feel like I need to. Um, There is an absolutely outstanding green tea available at Presta George on Penn Avenue in the Strip District. So if you're local in Pittsburgh and you like green tea, or like me, you had a kidney stone and so you can't have black tea anymore and you're trying to figure out what, what your reason for living is. Well, let me just tell you that this tangerine green tea from Presta George is top shelf. It is delicious. I have it every single night. It's a total treat. You should give it a try. I had, um, we've been doing these things, you know, during COVID, there's four of us here, my wife and I, and we get to two kids, you know, one's 20, one's 23. He's not a kid anymore, but you know, what are you going to make? What's what's for dinner? We've been doing these things, easy meals. And okay. basically, you, my wife's like, I'm not making dinner for everybody. You know, you figure it out. So we've been doing these easy meals. What I've really settled on as my easy meal is I get a baked potato. It's about the size of my head. <laughs> and yeah. I'll, instead of putting it in the oven at 450 for like, you know, an hour and a half or whatever, I'll put it in the microwave and, you know, I'll put it some, some olive oil and some salt on the outside. And, you know, I do this thing like for 10 minutes or so, and the baked potato comes out really good. And then I'll put, this is bad, bacon, yeah, sure. sour yes. cream, chives, whatever. Right. And it's a meat with some cheese on top of that. I love that. Some broccoli, perhaps, mm. you know, I've already, already yeah. done. And you got this gigantic Go baked potato. It. It's as simple as the day is long. I love it. And I eat it, and boy, I feel really good. good. For you. So I've been eating the uh, baked potatoes. It's awesome. What did you watch? Um, you know what we did last weekend? We watched um, The Italian Job. We watched the 1969 version first, and then we watched oh, the 2013 version second. Very good. That's a good back choice. Back to back. It was super, super fun. Yeah, I have yeah, to course. say that the second movie is so much superior to the first, but the chase scene in the first is superior to anything. The best. It yeah. is just absolutely, it's, it's worth sitting through, which is kind of a very weird movie to get to the chase scene. It's just, the filming of it is just spectacular. Mm, yeah, I agree. The Italian job. I watched this movie the other night called Diane. Um, my wife and I did. And uh, it stars Mary Kay Place. Remember Mary Kay Place? Hmm. Mary Kay Place I first uh, found from Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, which okay. was way back in the 70s. Anyway, the story is Diane. And it's and I said to my wife, we're watching this. It's the story of the army of women who make this country go every day. Hmm. So this woman's like 73 years old. Her kid is a bit of a, a bum. But she, Mary, this Diane, she spends her days going to the hospital to visit friends, making meals for people, you know, help. She's one of these connectors who is just always busy doing things for people. She belongs to a local church. Now, it's, the weird story is they show people who are believers. And again, 
in a strange light. Hollywood just wants to pile on right. people who are Christians. Boom, boom, boom. So, you know, her interactions with people who are believers is a little weird. Having said that, the story of itself of that army of women who make the world go around by just doing these selfless acts every day, it's a really interesting film, Diane. What hacked you off? No. I mean, the Ravi Zacharias story is so uh, uh, disturbing and saddening, but it also is just, it, uh, it just hacks me off so deeply. I mean, the, the amount of obfuscation that he lived with and uh, the, the type of manipulation he engaged in is so overwhelmingly uh, evil. I just, yeah, that's what's top of my list. Well, you know, whenever this comes up every week, I have a hard problem with it because every, everyone is so hacked off all the time. Everyone. I mean, we live in this, I'm tired of being hacked off. I'm tired of, you know, looking to, you know, engage in hacked off. Why is everybody so angry all the time? So my, I guess my question is I'm hacked off that everybody's hacked off, which is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) What was the best news you heard this week? Oh, there was a, ter- a terrible story that ended up resolving wonderfully. Uh, the people at the uh, National Cathedral in Washington, D.C., who, uh, who had invited Max Lucado to give a an address, a sermon on a Sunday uh, online, uh, the, the, the people who heard that he was going to be giving the sermon just completely freaked out. And you, you know why they freaked out? Because Max Lucado has different viewpoints than the people who go to the church. Can you imagine Someone coming and actually saying something you don't agree with. So there were petitions. There was change.org. We, he has to be banned. He can't come. We have to you know, distance ourselves, the whole thing. Dean Hollerith, this man is a total hero. He runs the National Cathedral, works for the Episcopal Diocese. And he said, look, Max Lucado is coming. And you know why he's coming? He's coming because he's a person and we're people. And we're all going to try to find a way to get along. And to listen to one another, even when the other person says something that we don't like. Amen to that. Fabulous. Okay. It's great news. That is good news. Okay. Uh, two things that I that were the best news for me this week, and they're sort of inter- interconnected, but they're not really. This was uh, the start of the Lenten season. And I, I love Lent. Ash Wednesday was this yep. week. This is my favorite time of year. It really is. I just love it so much. And pitchers and catchers report. So Ash Wednesday, pitchers and catchers report. That's pretty darn good. And in closing, you two have anything meaningful for us? Well, mine is unusual. Oh. Actually, you go first because I okay. lost my page, John. All right. so. I've been thinking about this. I was, you know, because of Ash Wednesday this week, I was in Joel this week. Oh, I, I, mine's in Jonah. That's weird. Okay. Both doing our minor prophets. Go ahead. Yet even now, says the Lord, return to me with all your heart, mm. with fasting, with weeping, with mourning. Rend your hearts and to uh, rend your hearts and not your clothing. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and relents from punishing. Who knows whether he will not turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering? Mm, that's so, so good. Return, return to me with all your heart. I love the call. I want to return. Uh, I was reading in Jonah this week and uh, 
the very beginning at the, you know, the beginning of the book at chapter one, God asked Jonah to go to Nineveh. And of course, Jonah doesn't want to go, you know, the yeah. story and he goes on the boat and, you know, it's a terrible storm. And so the guys chuck him over the side of the boat. And this is the part that jumped out at me. This is verse 17. But the Lord provided a great fish to swallow Jonah and Jonah was inside the fish three days and three nights. Now, another translation of that says, the Lord appointed a great fish to swallow Jonah. And I thought to myself, God appointed a, a huge, maybe a whale, a, a gigantic fish. He said, basically said to the fish, go swallow Jonah. And you know what the fish did? Exactly what God told him to do. And I thought, boy, we can learn a lot from animals, right? We can learn a lot from the natural world. God says, do something. They just do it. Yeah. Whenever I no hear No arguments, story, no trying to like get around it. Not try, no, no, it. no, no. I'll do it later. No, no. You just, he said to the fish, do it. And he fish did it. Yeah. I'm not trying to be smarty pants here, but whenever I hear that story, mm-hmm. you know what I think of? You can't wait to hear. Veggie tales. It's one of my favorite veggie tale episodes. It's a great veggie. Pirates who don't do anything. That's a really good one. (laughs) We appear to be at sea. I love it so much. And that's John and Cappy's Week in Review. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now. While you still have options, Optima is A plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back for tax help you need, for tax help you can trust. Call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800 965 1433. 800 965 1433. 800 965 1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit com. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E and K excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, ENK Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. Christ Church at Grove Farm invites you to join us on Wednesday evenings this Lenten season. We have gathered a powerful lineup of some of Pittsburgh's most prominent pastors to lead us through an evening of praise, prayer, and a focus on the Psalms as we seek God in the weeks leading to Easter. We kick off our Men of Steel series on Ash Wednesday with John Guest, and following that you will hear from Jay Passivant, Bishop Joseph Garlington, Rock Dilliman, John Nuzo, and Ed Glover. For more information on our in-person or online worship, head to our website, ccgf.org slash Lent. It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. 
Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. It's the President's Day sale at Mattress Firm. Save up to $500 when you get a king bed for a queen price from brands like Sealy and Sleepies. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 during the President's Day sale at Mattress Firm. My name is Judy Teeter, and I'm the mother of three boys. My youngest, Joe, loves sports, music, and his youth group. One day, Joe asked me to drive him to school. We were going through a green light when another car ran a red light and hit us, killing Joe. The National Safety Council estimates one in four car crashes involves a cell phone. Hands-free is no safer. Visit nsc.org slash callskill. Something that really was a curious story that I don't think about ever. Listen to this. Hundreds of containers have fallen from container ships into the ocean in recent months. In a flare-up of accidents that can destroy millions of dollars worth of goods, damage vessels, and endanger lives in the environment. Such accidents are rare among the millions of boxes that move across oceans each year, maritime officials say, but they have been declining over the long term. But the recent spate of failures add urgency to the investigation of the losses. Naval architects and engineers say a string of circumstances have come together to create these catastrophic events known as parametric rolling. They say that ships become bigger and containers are stacked as high as multi-story buildings the stability of vessels on the open waters is a growing concern. Wow. So you think about this. We're, you know, we're buying all this stuff from China primarily or India. And so these massive shipping containers, which you see, you know, rolling down the highways on the back of 18 wheelers, they travel across the oceans. Some of these, what, 10 stories high? Yep. And then the waves come in and they say the problem is the waves hit these ships at angles, not straight on. But as they hit them at angles, the ships start to list to the side and these shipping containers. Oh, my gosh. That's so terrifying. Roll off the ships and sink to the bottom of the ocean. Oh, my gosh. Listen, have you ever been to a major port? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I So I think that is one of the scariest experiences I've ever been in my life. Why is that? Well, because when you're at, a, I was at the port of Los Angeles coming yeah. in on a, on a, on a uh, very small boat and being next to those cargo ships, you feel oh like you could get squashed in a second. And yep. the reason you feel that way is because it's true. Yep. I mean, in the amount of of the number of people, the machinery, the activity, the number of things that are happening at one time. I mean, it's shocking to me that more people are not killed. I I was overwhelmed by being at that port. My wife's family, uh, her her sister-in-law's brothers, these two guys that I've known forever, these guys were, both these guys were wrestling champs in South Dakota. As soon as both these guys graduated from high school, they joined the merchant Marines. And they have spent decades on the ocean, open, open ocean with these shipping containers. The stories that they have to tell about the things that they've witnessed. I mean, I can't believe what a life that is. Of course, the money's excellent. Fabulous life. Right. But man, you earn your money in those rugged, crazy atmosphere. What the heck that is like. Holy cow. I mean, so the next time your box shows up from Amazon, you figure that route that that thing took yep. to get to where it's to your front door. Holy smokes. So true. 
It's very cool. It's very, very hey, cool. Hey, listen, I'm going to leave the air in just a couple minutes where both are. But when I do, but I want to congratulate I want to congratulate the my daughter in particular, but all the seniors, on uh, senior women tonight. Tonight's senior night for the Grove City College swim team. Yeah. Uh, my daughter's one of the captains this year. And uh, senior night is a super important night for seniors and parents get to be there and be on the pool deck and all of that. And because COVID ruins everything, that is not going to happen tonight. But we're going to FaceTime. <laughs> And it's going to be, you know, as fun as it can possibly be. And I want to congratulate my daughter, Anna, and uh, the other captains and everybody else in the Grove City Swim Team. Wow. Okay. So after all this time, then is she essentially, her swimming career has come to a halt yep. this evening. So she's not going to become a professional swimmer. Mm, man, that's a lot of work. You think about those, those young men and women up early, yeah. right? What time does swim practice start? Uh, well, in high school, it started at 5. 5 a.m. Yep. Good gravy. I'm just turning over. And they're already doing laps in the pool. God bless you, Anna Emmons, the, the swim team at Grove City College. Go Grove City. Fabulous. Hey, that's our show for this evening. Thanks for being with us. As always, have yourself a restful, peace-filled weekend. And uh, God willing, we will see you uh, in the Monday edition here in The Ride Home on Word FM. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.